Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping your trick-or-treat bag every other week. Yep. And... We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. It makes it easier. Yes, it does. Uh, I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And uh, that was a good, that was a nice swig of Land Shark. I know, I I saved that That's a nice swig of Land Shark. Mm -hmm. Um, Treat like a real pirate. You did it. (laughs) (laughs) We are. And uh, this is kind of a special episode. It is a very special episode because I feel like our podcast was made for this movie. <laughs> this is the last episode we'll be doing. No. Um, it does feel like it's a closing of a chapter, though, um, because we're going to be talking about the new film from Glenn Danzig. That we were so lucky to get. <laughs> Death Rider in the House of Vampires. It's, you see, they're not selling it anymore. They aren't? No. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. we've got it just in time. Yeah. His yeah. Uh, sophomore effort. Um, His 10th grade I will, movie. I will, I, will say, I will say again, effort. <laughs> did you get to read my letterbox? I did. <laughs> I sure did. Um, yeah, so uh, why is this important is because I think right from near the beginning of the podcast, because Veronica came out before we started the podcast, yeah. which was... Yeah, Glenn's first film, and now this is his second movie. And right <laughs> when the news came out, we were pretty early in the podcast, or it may have broke before we started the podcast. That he was already working on Death Rider. Yeah, so we've been talking about since the inception of this podcast a couple of years back, and uh, mm-hmm. and now here we are. It's finally got released. Well, it had a release, and now it's had a release to the audience um, or to a general audience. Um, but apparently not anymore. <laughs> Do you think he's going to re-edit it and then re-release it? Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. If so, I'll buy another copy. <laughs> I don't see how it could get any worse. No. But, I, um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Well, it was sold by Cleopatra Records. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, Cleopatra I Entertainment. Think, I think it was just a, a limited run. Okay. Yeah, because you bought me the Blu-ray for Christmas. You're right. Um but uh, yeah, so we're gonna be deep diving into that. Even though we normally don't talk about new movies, we felt like this is it's not we don't new do technically. A, yeah, that we don't do a deep dive on like brand new horror movies because you don't want to spoil it or anything like that. Um, it's the main topic at least. But this time, it felt like the right thing to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and of no. course, we'll be talking about video game and everything else. But yeah. Yeah. But what's been going on with you? Not much. Um. Reading a lot more lately, which is, yeah, I know she's being really annoying, huh? <laughs> oh, she's fine. She just, uh, Blaze's other dog is in the background barking in, in Blaze and Paige's bedroom, and we just don't want the mics to pick up on it. So. Right, right, <laughs> um, right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, what books have you been reading? You, you, you know, you, you automatically made yourself a liar, because last episode, I'm pretty sure we had a joke. <laughs> Where I don't read. <laughs> like, I just buy a book and just be on the bookshelf. And yeah. then within these two weeks. <laughs> I feel like, I think I've read like three books. Yeah. <laughs> You're just fucking smashing them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Well, okay, I don't count one because it's a graphic novel. Yeah, that counts. I don't count those. I count graphic I can't novels. Count, I can't count it. It doesn't seem right. But it's a graphic novel based <laughs> off a book. <laughs> yeah, by Junji Ito. Well, the, the, the graphic novel. The graphic novel. It's Judge Ito, but it's a The story retelling. was written by Uzi, 
<laughs> I can't remember his name, but he's very famous in Japan. Yeah. And they even have like, that's like the biggest author award you can get in Japan is his. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, a very, very strange and sad person who, yeah. who had died. But yeah, very depressing. Yeah. That and Dragonlance. I love me some good D&D books. Sure. So Doom Patrol is a classic. Everyone likes that one. And I decided to read it for the first time, and it was great. Yeah. I uh, I mean, it's good. It's good that you start reading. You reading finished The Wager? Reading. Almost. Almost done. And then after that, I'll be reading uh, Lil Tolhurst's first book, um, Cured. The Tale of Two Imaginary Boys will be the next book I'll be reading. Uh, Lowell Tolhurst was the drummer of The Cure from their inception through disintegration. Oh, okay. Um, but it's the story of his time in the band and his relationship with Robert. Um, I assume it's great. I haven't started reading it. I'm, I have it. So one of my Christmas gifts from uh, from Lauren was Lowell Tolhurst's new book, Gothic, um, which is basically him talking about the history of goth and all that. I'm sure you got me a signed copy of it. Who's goth? <laughs> Goth Brooks? Goth Brooks. <laughs> uh, no, the, what's his name? There is a Goth Brooks. He had a different name. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Well, no, that was Grunge Brooks. <laughs> that was Grunge Brooks. Uh, fuck, what was his name? I can't remember. Damn it. Um, damn, that was... Yeah, he had a whole Woo. other persona. Uh, but yeah, so I'll be reading that next. And uh, oh, no, we're, we're trying to read at least 12 books throughout the year. At least one a month, but not more. So, um, reading that and about to start listening to, um, the Matthew McConaughey autobiography, but the audible version, cause he narrates it. Oh yeah. And, uh, Lauren is, uh, Lauren was recommending. She's like, yeah, I'll just give you my audio book of it. So I'm just going to listen to that as well while driving back and forth from work. So those are kind of the two books I read. Welcome to book talk. <laughs> book talk. Uh, well, Chris, Chris Gaines. I just remembered it. Yeah, that's looked right. up. Chris Gaines. The Rocky and Blaze book review. <laughs> <laughs> Are you intelligent enough to be here? <laughs> fucking, fucking, uh, remember, uh, Don Castellano, um, Homer. Homer Simpson, Homer yes. Homer Simpson. But, uh, his character in those episodes of Parks and Rec, where he's, he's the voice of, uh, he sees a radio DJ for, like, the NPR, the local, oh, like, NPR yeah. <laughs> station, but he always kind of talks like that. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's pretty great. But, um, yeah, other than reading, what have you been up to? Not much in the last two weeks? Uh, not much. Uh, walking around like I'm all gorked out. Because <laughs> I fucked up my ankle somehow. It once saw drive-by Bukaki, and I'm pretty sure that you may have entered it there. Yeah. We backpacked. Yeah. Where, that, that's where Rocky jumps on my back and I run into people. With yeah. It, we mosh around and until we both fall down. It's great. And I've, <laughs> I've just come to realize that I am old <laughs> and i do not need to be doing that anymore well, well it's like the that hard times article i sent you i know it's gonna happen especially for you where you're like man on 30th birthday says oh man i'm so old but celebrates 40th birthday going maybe i'm not that old <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hit you harder. I have way more gray hairs than you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to poly walnuts out. <laughs> My sides are like <laughs> going completely like gray. <laughs> like everything else is dark. <laughs> like, 
Um, yeah, not, not much has been happening with us either, except for, um, oh, we went to the wedding. We went yeah, to the wedding yeah. of our friends, uh, Joe and Kelly, and uh, it was a mutant matrimony. Uh, Joe, Bob, and Darcy, and John Brennan, the big feet, were there. Um, and we had a great time. It was awesome seeing a bunch of friends I made at the... Um, and the jamborees and through twitter and all that and and uh the jamboree yeah and also and also you know making new friends and mm-hmm. lauren got to meet a lot of those people and they loved her and you know we had a great time and it was a beautiful wedding and an awesome reception and um they showed uh a screen of nothing but trouble <laughs> the dan okay. Aykroyd mo- the dan Aykroyd vanity project <laughs> never the- watched it no you know what it is i if it's Dan Aykroyd, it's probably about ghouls. It was a heck, man, a kind of. It's it's a one for me. Uh, like, oh, well, I gave you Ghostbusters and Blues Brothers, and I did these, and I'm Dan Aykroyd, and brought the studio's a lot of money. I want to do a movie that I direct. And the studio's like, what's the worst that could happen? One of the biggest box office bombs <laughs> uh, ever. He stars in it as multiple characters, directs it, writes it. <laughs> what year did it come out? 93 i think oh um, it's old. him and john candy and chevy chase and demi moore <laughs> and you think with a cast like that it would be better um and then joe and kelly love that movie um it always bums me out and that's why they wanted to show chevy it chase and how big a piece of shit he is yeah um i love so many of his movies and i'm like god you're a piece of shit <laughs> I, and I like nothing but troy because i find it fascinating more right. than an actual good movie. I think we should watch it sometime. We should we should do an episode of it and use that as as the gift to Joe and Kelly for the wedding. Is we'll talk about it and they'll be like, we don't want to listen to your shitty ass podcast. Also, who? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like Joe and Kelly. This is for you from, <laughs> from Blaze, who you've never met. <laughs> I don't even know what you look like. <laughs> Well, we can add you on Facebook. I don't have one. <laughs> you got on Instagram. I won't add you. <laughs> <laughs> but they're awesome people and they're amazing. I'm so happy they were able to have a great wedding. Even though they made me sit through nothing but trouble. They didn't make me sit through nothing but trouble. It was just playing on a, the outside screen or you could go into like anywhere else at the, where they had the wedding or whatever. But we kind of just hung outside and bullshitted with people and stuff. We had a great time. Um, True. And it's awesome. Uh, it was an awesome wedding. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's all that's kind of been going on the last couple of weeks. Um, big. I mean, just work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Um, but let's get down to the news. What all do you want right. to talk about first? You want to talk about a small story first so we can just get out of the way? Yeah. Let's all right. Uh, I think I think last episode we talked about the new – they're doing new 28 Days Later. Yeah, film. Um, um, actually, no, I don't think we did. Well, just in case, I, I can't remember or not, but just in case, quickly, um, Danny Boyle is coming back to do the third in the Twenty Eight franchise. Um, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, yeah, of course, he directed the first movie, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, which was written by Alex Garland, who wrote a lot of movies with Danny Boyle. So they also collaborate on Sunshine, and then Alex Garland went and became quite the director himself because he directed Ex Machina and. Annihilation and um, Men, which was also good. Well, they're both coming back to direct and write, respectively. A third film, they didn't do the second one, but they both produced 28 weeks later. And now they're coming back for 28 years later. 
Um, so if we didn't talk about that last time. Oh, I, yeah, I did see that. I don't fucking know why I just blanked on this. Yes, we did talk about 28 years later. And I did see the trailer for it for some reason. I don't think there's a trailer out yet. No, is it not a trailer? Or I saw a screenshot or whatever. But I remember for some reason, like while we were talking, I'm like, he's talking about 30 days of night, but he's two days off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more than two days. I'm I'm 28 years off now. (laughs) And I was just like, hmm. I didn't. It's gonna be strange seeing him as a vamp, a vampire from Russia. Or whatever. I don't know why the fuck I was thinking that for some reason. Fucking uh, no, it's uh, uh, so. If we did talk about last episode, there was a little refresher, but now uh, Killian Murphy, uh, the star of the first one, Twenty Days Later, is mm-hmm. now involved as a producer and maybe starring in it. So I think it'd be an interesting take. Doing 28 years later and see what that character is doing now. 28 years later. <laughs> in that world where there's a rage virus made by monkeys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be interesting. I know. I don't think I ever watched weeks. I only watched days. I don't think I watched weeks either. I know Idris Elba's in it. <laughs> He's not the main character, though. Yeah. Uh, but I love 28 Days Later. Yeah. No, 28 Days Later is really good. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's... How do you feel about that? Fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, something came out today um, that just ran through my head. Um, they finally released... I mean, we can't show it to you. <laughs> but they released the Look poster. At this. They released the poster for the new Beetlejuice, which was called Beetlejuice 2 for the longest time. But also with this poster, uh, the movie actually has a different title than Beetlejuice 2. Did you see the Did you see the poster? Is it the one where he's like unfolding a wrap or something? Yeah. What What did it say? I didn't read it. It's called Beetlejuice. 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 <laughs> you can't see it a third time. You can only see it twice. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> Michael Keaton's at the door. <laughs> Don't call Beetlejuice, or he's gonna come here and start sexually harassing us. <laughs> did you like Birdman? It's <laughs> like, yeah, I did. <laughs> did you like the Founder? <laughs> it was okay. The Founder was all right. Did you like Johnny Dangerously? <laughs> I like Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> Did right, you so, like Jack Frost? <laughs> so let me rephrase this. Rocky's going to whip open that door and suck down Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> pull out your little Michael. Oh, Go. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> But Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, it'll be Beetlejuice, the, be the new Beetlejuice movie from Tim Burton. It comes out in September, September fifth, I think. Um, also, news came out speaking of Tim Burton. Today. It is Michael Keaton, though. Yeah. Okay. Better. Yeah, and one of the writers back, um, and Jenna Ortega's in it. Anyways, is she the daughter? Or? I think she's the daughter of Lydia. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Willem Dafoe is in it. As what? Um, he spoiled what he was, but I, I'm not quite sure exactly what he meant. He didn't apologize for it because he didn't know if he was supposed to. I remember there that. was an apology, but I didn't watch it because I don't care. Because he, he was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk that much about the movie or not. But from what I understand, he's he, when he was alive, he was an actor. Um, I think maybe in silent films or like the 1940s, he's like an old film star. But then once he died in the afterlife, he's a detective. Oh, he's like a PI or a detective or something like that. Um, 
which I think sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. But what I don't like about the new Beetlejuice, and I think we talked about this when this news broke, is that Monica Bellucci's in it. That's not what I don't like about it. I'm like, I don't like Monica Bellucci. No, it's not what I'm it like, is. that's a very specific hate. Well, you know, <laughs> Tim Burton has like a muse where it's like, right now it's like whenever him and uh, um, Lisa Marie were together, she was like in all his movies. She was like the alien chick in Mars Attacks and she was Vampira and Ed Wood and she was like all his movies. And then whenever they split up because he cheated on her with Helena Barham Carter, then he, she became his. He became. Helena Barham Carter was in a relationship with him? With Tim Burton? I didn't know that. For a long time they were together. Oh, I had no they idea. They were together for years, yeah. Um, that was his muse. And now it seemed. And then for a little bit. It seemed like Eva Green was his muse, but they were never in a relationship. Um, but now he's in a relationship with Monica Bellucci. And that seems like it's going to be his new muse. It's like, I had to put you in my movie because I'm, I'm, I'm Tim. And this is what I do. Um, I date and I film. But what I don't like about it is that she's Beetlejuice's wife. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't like, I, I don't know why I just don't like the idea. I like the idea of Beetlejuice as being a complete scumbag and not married. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the married. idea that he's like, no, I believe in that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I just want to be complete, like, scumbag that everybody finds atrocious. Like, who would, like, unless she's just as disgusting as him, I guess. It makes sense. But, um, yeah. So, uh, I love the snapping just works. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just like, Oh, no, he's sad now. Our guest Lucha is crying now. He's sad because he was told not to growl at whatever's outside that he sees. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, uh, along with another story I saw while we were getting everything prepped for the episode. Tim Burton announced that he's making a remake of Attack the 50-Foot Woman for uh, whatever studio. Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> that's that's going to be his new movie. That's going to suck. <laughs> that's going to suck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you're so bummed out after that book today that you're just in a grouchy mood. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real bummer. It was a real bummer of a book. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so what, what news topic do you... Why don't, I don't care. I don't, even have to, I don't even have to ask you what you think about that remake news because you don't give a shit, <laughs> clearly. Because <laughs> you're like, fuck you, Tim. Tim's... <laughs> <laughs> Tim is no longer human. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the next topic you want to talk about? Um, there was a movie that looked interesting to me that's coming out uh-huh. called Tarot. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've, I've heard about Tarot. Yeah, I've, I've watched a trailer, yeah. So I came out, the trailer came out. I didn't see the trailer either. Okay. I just I just was reading on it, and it seems great. Tarot, um, Monkey Man, the new movie, the directorial debut, of, and starring uh, Dev Patel, but it's produced by Jordan Pill. It seems like a pretty cool like revenge film. So, uh, um, but uh, what news? We had a couple more topics we want to talk about. Other than that, though, other movies. You want me to bring it up so bad, but I want to get past like the easier. Okay, okay, we'll get past that first. I want to get past the easier ones. What else you got? Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers working on a new spooky spook. Yes, Coen Brothers are reunited because they split up for a minute there because they both were like, ah, we kind of want to do our own thing. And they're like, nope, not working out. <laughs> well, well, it kind of did because Joel Coen did uh, Tragedy of Macbeth, which is which was great. Um, great retelling of that was story. Was that the one with Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington and Francis McDormand? I never watched it. It's great. 
It's awesome. It's on Apple TV Plus. Um, Don't got it. I hate Apple. It's super goth and awesome. It's cool. Um, I loved it. Who's goth? Goth Brooks. I told you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Gaines. <laughs> um, and uh, um, Ethan has a movie coming out this year. I saw the trailer for it. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but now they're reunited. And at a, um, I think they were showing, it may have been, Blood Simple or some movie. They were doing a screening of one of their old movies. And they're like, yeah, well, we're back together. We're working on a movie together again. Um, it's a horror movie. And it's going to be super bloody. And if you like Blood Simple, you'll love it. So. All right. I love the Coen brothers. I do too. They've had some whiffs, but. <laughs> I hear. You know, when they hit, they hit. I was always. I, I was really excited for that Hail Caesar movie. I didn't. That was the last movie they put out together. Yeah, yeah, I did not end up watching it. I heard it was so bad. No, it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I saw it in theaters. It was okay. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not terrible. They, they made way worse. But they made the Lady Killers. That's way fucking worse. I have IBS. <laughs> yeah. They made Intolerable Cruelty. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, they, they made way worse than that film. Um, is Tom Hanks in that Lady Killers? Yes. Yeah. This was doing like he's like a Colonel Sanders character. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, I like fried chicken and murder. <laughs> yes. Um, what other news we got? Uh, there was another one that I wrote down. We were talking about right before. Which one was it? Do you remember? Do I remember? Do you remember? No. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> Um, I cannot remember what the fuck we were going to talk about. Uh, so I guess we'll go into the news story that you yes. really were waiting for. Uh, yeah. cause I know you're kind of chomping at the bit, which I don't think that you really knew about. Until I didn't you I had was, to mention it. I was shocked that you hadn't heard about it. And then no. I brought it up and you're like, what are you talking about? Um, so yesterday. Yesterday, Rocksteady Games. Uh huh. So Rocksteady Games, a little little background. Rocksteady Games put out um, the Batman Arkham games. They did Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Um, those are well-renowned games. Great. People, yeah, <laughs> great. People love those games. Uh, the combat system was kind of revolutionary because oh, yeah. it was so well done that a bunch of games kind of took that unless you had a pc yeah <laughs> yes that uh um companies took that template and used it for their adventure games and stuff because it was just a, such a great fighting system um and people love those games um they announced they had, hadn't done a game in a while or they may have just done something else mm -hmm. and then they announced they were doing a suicide squad game five years ago four years ago um and they were working on it, and then it got pushed back a couple times. Um, a trailer came out like last year, and they're like, "It's going to get released like this fall," and they push it back like a whole year. Um, it, it was supposed to get released in 2023, and they push it back again to a February date here in 2024. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it turns out that um, all that work that they were putting into it. <laughs> Was for not. <laughs> for not. It didn't do anything. For not. The release. Uh, Windows had shown that uh, the highest uh, search function on the release date of that game was how to get Suicide Squad refund. <laughs> 
with 791% of searches for Suicide Squad being for refunds. Yes. Because the game opened up, which you paid $100 for to get it early access, mm-hmm. and completed the game. Yes. Uh, on top of that, after that was fixed, um, well, it wasn't technically fixed. They just replayed the game, even though they already got the achievement for beating the game. Um, and then they're like, hey, we're sorry. Here's some stuff to buy skins for your character. <laughs> Which people definitely want whenever they've wasted $100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, here's enough for like five skins. <laughs> like. I, I fucking hate AAA game companies. AAA game co- AAA game companies are the fucking scum of the earth. Especially EA. Like, yes, they underpay their staff. They fire everybody. They make profits even when the game's not functioning or fails completely because they've already got it from the businesses that endorse that, and they already underpaid their staff. So they're making back whatever and then trampling. A, it, it's garbage. Do not play AAA games. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's just pretty funny with this that, that the game is terrible. But who, who's spearheading all this is IGN. That's the one that surprised me when you said that because IGN is usually the, okay, they paid IGN because IGN's like, it's great. But they can't even pay their fucking staff. Then how the fuck are they going to pay IGN? Yeah, I guess so. so <laughs> they were like, yeah, uh, this is bad. <laughs> like, yeah, they, uh, IGN kind of spearheaded where they're like, hey, just, we got the early print of this game and uh, we aren't quite sure if this is a joke or not, basically. I, I am hoping... <laughs> That this is like truly going to be the end of the huge multimedia push on comics. Um, it's not because, and and I mean this is good news, um, is that Insomniac, Insomniac Games is already trying to build their own little in-house universe because they're working on that Wolverine game that ties into the Spider-Man games they're putting out, and the Spider-Man games are well regarded. Yeah, those are good. Um, and I'm excited for them to do this Wolverine game, and I think, th- I think. They were the ones somebody's working on, but I'm pretty sure they may have, or one of their subsidiaries also released a trailer for a Blade game. Hmm. Um, I heard about it. I didn't know there was a trailer. Yeah, I think it was like a little teaser thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm fine with that if they want to build their thing. Apparently, there was like Easter eggs in the new Spider-Man. I haven't played Spider-Man two yet. I love the first one though, but um, that there may be hints. That they may be working on a Daredevil game. Apparently, there's like little Easter eggs in there in the second one where it's kind of hinting at that. So I'm fine with them doing that. But yeah, where it's just like everything is focused on a wide scale of like superheroes on everything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Audiences are tired in general of, of you know, comic book media. Well, Disney grabbed it and shoved it down everyone's throat. Yeah. So. Yeah. And instead of like, taking their time and they just kept on pushing it and yeah we should take a break no let's not let's just keep on let's let's up the ante and people are like we don't give a shit anymore yeah you should take a big break after endgame you you should take in two years off after endgame at least yeah at least yeah then make people excited again but i think endgame was other than guardians 3 was the only comic book movie i gave a shit about since post endgame uh spider-man no way home was really good as far as those MCU movies go, that one was uh, 
that one and and yeah guardians 3 it's sad they have their own rating scale like you're like as a as a movie in general it's not great but compared to the other marvel movies yeah yeah right but this year the mcu and the dceu neither of them are releasing any new movies good um but sony (laughs) is releasing three spider-man movies why um and the aren't spider-man movies are like Doubling down on that Venom Morbius, like, well, we have the licenses, all these villains, so let's make. You ever heard about this? I know the Venom. So movie to sucked. keep to keep the Spider-Man license that Sony has, and they're doing collaboration with with Marvel, they have to put out like their own, or they chose to make. You know, we can use all the Spider-Man characters to make our own connected universe. So they did Venom, they did Venom Two, and they did Morbius, and Morbius, of course, is a whole thing in and of itself. Um, but uh. In like two weeks, they're putting out Madam Web. They gave Madam Web a movie. Oh my god, I saw the trailer. And, and, uh, and then this year, Craven the Hunter is coming out. That's already out, I thought. No, it comes out. It looks later. fucking awful. Yeah, and then Venom 3 comes out. So they have three movies coming out this year. They are, they're all going to be garbage. Oh yeah, especially if they're anything like more Morbin time. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Speaking of hot garbage, let's talk about Danzig. <laughs> Talk about Jared Leto. <laughs> uh, are we ready to go to the main topic, or you got anything else to add? Nope. Um, oh, yeah, the news I, I was looking up real quick is uh, Dark Universe. Oh, yeah, um, at, at Epic. At, at, Epic, at Epic Universe. Yeah. Um, which is the new Universal Studios park. Um, it's been long rumored that one part of the park is going to be Universal Monster area, and it got confirmed this week. Whenever they kind of unveiled what everything is in the park, um, it's a new Harry Potter area. It's a Super Nintendo area, um, a How to Train Your Dragon area, and a Universal Monster area, and I think something else. Oh, I didn't know they were doing How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that movie was popular enough yeah. to get its own park. Well, it is, but um, well, then again, Kong Skull Island probably didn't deserve its own ride. But but um, what was it based on? Kong Skull Island. Is based on the even worse. It's based on the Peter Jackson Kong movie, which came out two thousand fucking five. So, um, but yeah, so that's cool. I think it's awesome that we're getting just a park that's focused just on Universal monsters. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not flex that property? Yeah, absolutely. People um, love them. Yeah. Okay. So, ready for the? Oh, you bet I'm ready. The main topic. Ready for the trailer time? There, go back. Last chance. <laughs> go back now. You've been warned. Trailer time. Trailer time. Hey, Gringo! (laughs) I don't think you want to come this way. What is it you want? Sanctuary. I seek sanctuary. There is a reason so many seek the comfort of sanctuary. Cross us, and a worse fate awaits. What's your name? Name's Death Rider. I wish to know why he has come to sanctuary. 
This one here is going to be mine. coming up on someone like that doll. Why? What you all got in mind? One drink, kids? Yeah! <laughs> I got me some business I got to take care of right about now. You're dumb, Tram. <laughs> what you doing at Sanctuary? I am Bella Latigo. That is the last name you're going to hear, Lingo. I guess we're going to have us another time, man. Who cares? Foolish writer. I'd say he was as good as dead. All right. Death Rider. In the House of Vampires. Yeah. Yep. You bet your chicken sticks. <laughs> so, like we talked about before, this is uh, Glenn's sophomore feature. Um, if you guys haven't seen Veronica, his if first If you watch film, this, you'll be soft a lot more. <laughs> his debut film. You should watch Veronica. Not really. There's a lot of titties. <laughs> There's a lot of titties in him. Uh, but, yeah, go and watch uh, Veronica. It's uh, terrible. Yeah, it's pretty awful. <laughs> it's, But, you know, the thing about this and Veronica is they're both so unsurprisingly bad. And that's what makes them kind of great. Um, is that everything you expect this movie to be and the competence level... It is. It is. It is 100% <laughs> that. It is kind of a vanity project, especially this one since the axe in it. Uh, yeah. Directed and written by Glenn Danzig. Music... Music <laughs> with quotes. Music. <laughs> One song. <laughs> and just some ambient noise, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Which I'll get more into um, by Glenn. And edited, co-edited by Glenn Danzig as well. Um, and you can tell. Oh, yeah. He also op- operates a camera. <laughs> he makes sure You to can let, tell. <laughs> he makes sure to let everybody know in his uh, the interview on the Blu-ray where the interviewer is asking questions that clearly Glenn wrote <laughs> because who the fuck else would interview Glenn dancing about this movie? Um, and also for anybody that may be new, let, let, let me reiterate or let you know that me and blaze are Danzig fans. There's a Danzig poster right here. I absolutely adore Danzig. In blaze's office of lucifuge. Um, yep. So uh, uh, we are Danzig pe- people. Danzig, we're Danzig people. We're well, Danzig yeah, I fans. mean, we. I mean, shit. We paid out the wazoo to go see the OG Misfits lineup. Yeah, and we saw uh, Danzig on his own tour as well. Yeah, saw Danzig on his own, and that yeah. was, he's a super talented guy when it comes to music. Sometimes <laughs> movies. Mm, sometimes, 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 <laughs> sometimes he. I would say like the first three albums. Obviously, are the best. <laughs> the thing about Glenn is that the best way you can describe—he's a character. Well, he's a thirteen-year-old that that never got to the other end of puberty. Like he hit puberty, and then it just kept on going for another sixty years. <laughs> uh, 
he just has like the tastes and mentality of a 13 year old boy. Uh, and Veronica and Death Rider in the House of Vampires is like a 13 year old directed both of them. So, yep, that's Glenn. Uh, and what, what makes it so great is like it wouldn't be as funny if he didn't take himself so seriously. That's the funniest part is, is if he could laugh at himself. But he can't. Yeah. But again, that's not. I know we talk shit about Danzig all the time, but we truly adore Danzig in his career. And, and before we get too deep into the movie or anything, I want to make sure that, you know, it's clear that he was inspired by Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. Who, who he's talked about, like, talking to and, you know, trying to get pointers from or whatever about, you know, while he started his own journey in movies. But the thing is that Rob Zombie looks like fucking Stanley Kubrick <laughs> compared to Glenn. Um, the only other person out of like a metal or new metal or rock thing that in recent years that went to direct is Fred Durst. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> also better than Glenn Danzig. And he's pretty bad. <laughs> um, Directing, not not music wise. Uh, it would be one thing, like if I was Glenn and if he had any self awareness at all, I would just like basically read the room and just lean into being like the Ed Wood of these like bad horror movies. Like your your label is literally called Plan Nine. Mm-hmm. Like just fucking like oh yeah, like read the room. Like Tommy was so dead, where like the room was terrible, and Tommy was so was like, "Oh, I meant it to be funny, like ha ha ha, like it wasn't supposed to be." It's like no, you <laughs> didn't. But I'll, I'll give it but to it's you. Okay, because now he knows, like he's basically just writing up the fame of being this persona now, yeah. right? That he knows, like, oh wow, they like me just being Tommy was so. Like if Glenn had that, we're just like, oh yeah, I I I don't give a fuck if you like my movies or don't like my movies. I don't care if they're bad. I'm going to put them out anyways because I want to. Kevin Smith does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but Glenn doesn't. And he got embarrassed twice now because when Pope Veronica out, he had the Q&A at the premiere. And right after the movie was done premiering to an audience that I believe Beyond Fest maybe. Um, it's one of the festivals. Uh, he was like, well, you guys left to places I wouldn't, but that's cool. <laughs> like you should be opening your Q&A with that, but you know, whatever. And then he got so embarrassed by the premiere of Death Rider is that he didn't release it to the public. For like three years. For like two or three years. So this movie came out. It had a premiere in like 2021. Uh, Do you think it broke his heart to watch his ex in his movie and that's why he didn't want to release it? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that's why. <laughs> so he shot both of his movies whenever he was with the uh, actress named Ashley Wisdom, who's in both the films. Um, excellent. A lot of porn. Excellent actress. When she's getting fucked. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> when she's surrounded by dicks. Like she is. When she thinks dicks are boom mics. <laughs> then she's great. But whatever's it's an actual boom mic. Woof. <laughs> um, it's like, yeah. stop. Get that out of your mouth. It's, it's, it's really expensive. <laughs> I rented this equipment. <laughs> you let her do what she wants. Um. But yeah, so I don't think that's why they, they were dating when they made these two movies. Uh-huh. But they, we found out that they haven't been together for the last couple of years, even though she called 
Glenn, soulmate. her soulmate, every day for well, two years. Well, it's just weird. I mean, she was 24 when they got together. Yeah, and he's already in his 60s. Yeah, he's been 69 this year. Yeah. Ayo. 69. Oh, <laughs> just, Ashley, you should have stuck around for one more year. <laughs> but, um, no, I just, uh, I, I, it's weird, though, because you would think with something like that, there would be, like, a bunch of stuff about their breakup and shit, or... Danzig oh. being like, fuck that bitch or something. No, he's heartbroken. Maybe. Like, he was emailed to Jimmy, liked her. I mean, you know. Well, she said he was great. So. She she spoke highly of him, but I mean, she probably realized that she was dating a 13-year-old. <laughs> it was like, you well, know what? Fuck this. I mean, it was either that or there was the realization that it's like, you know, in a few years, I might end up having to take care of him if something happens. Yeah. And he was probably in the same mindset. He was probably like, eh, you're pretty young. <laughs> He's like, I probably can't take care of myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably just kill myself. Have you seen the bricks in front of my house? I can't take care of myself. <laughs> Before you go, can you move those bricks? <laughs> L- Lauren knows somebody um, that used to live in the same neighborhood as Glenn. Oh, yeah. And they said the whole neighborhood fucking hated him. <laughs> like, his his house and, like, the yard would always be in disrepair and shit like that. They just drove people fucking crazy. Like, it's such an eyesore. But, um... <clears throat> so, uh, uh... Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Um... It is his... Uh, it's attempt, a movie. It's, it's a spaghetti western vampire film. And whenever he was promoting the movie before it came out... Um, and people were asking what it was. It's like, oh, it's a spaghetti western, but it's also a vampire movie. But I like other vampire movies. Uh, everybody in the movie is a vampire, so you don't have to wait to see the monster, which is... <laughs> it's like, oh, um, really laying out all the cards. <laughs> um, it has an all-star cast. It has a decent. It has a way better cast than, than Veronica. Veronica, oh, Veronica yeah. was all porn stars. Yeah, pretty much. Men and women. Lay <laughs> All of them. Um, but this one actually has a, a good cast of uh, Devin Sawa, Julian Sands. R.I.P. It's not his final movie, thankfully. What's his final one? I don't know, but I found out where he does have one more movie coming out. Thank goodness. Um, so he's not bowing out on this one. Um, Eli Roth, uh, Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. who else is in it? Um, Danny Trejo was there for literally two minutes. <laughs> there's little cameos also from Lee Ving, Soska sisters, Fred Armisen. Yeah. Uh, Fred Armisen didn't even say anything in that movie. Yeah. No. Um, so he I, had to be in the movie just cause he was like, this is too hilarious. Yeah. Well, also I think Danzig was in his, his stand up for musicians. Well, probably. probably was, I think they're friends. And also yeah. the end credit song of Thanksgiving um, is where Eagles Dare. Yeah, because uh, Glenn Danzig is friends with Eli. Yeah, and um, Fred Armisen did it because he's in Portlandia. I would love to see an interview <laughs> with both of them and be like, how is he like as a friend, like hanging out? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sometimes it feels like a lot of those rock musicians hang out with them and stuff like that. And there's some interviews you watch. Most interviews, I think, that he's usually... Seems pretty chill. Yeah, he seems pretty chill. He seems like he's not a complete asshole to like the interviewers ever. He's not like his buddy, Henry Rollins. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> who's had a history of being a complete fucking prick to a lot of interviewers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, it seems like he smiles a lot and likes kind of joking around and stuff. But he's probably just like, he's probably just... Glenn's going to hate this. <laughs> yeah. Have you, has Glenn seen this? Trust me, he is not going to be happy. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's maybe cool, but yeah, there's a lot of people. And also there's, there's you could tell the actors that have been porn or like, you know, just like a hot chick that he hired because they're all awful in this movie. Yep. But the actors are actually have like a career <laughs> and are known, like are doing the best they can with what they with have. what they're given. Like Julian Sands is doing the best he can. I mean, yeah, he like that guy. And he's didn't still doing good. <laughs> he didn't hold back, no. and you could tell. You're like, damn, you were a real talent. <laughs> he was. He was. Um, Devin Sawa is doing you know the Devin Sawa thing. We had a Devin Sawa renaissance the last few years and he's being very successful on the chucky series and he's been in some other horror movies recently he was also in fred durst's last movie as well <laughs> the fanatic <laughs> so he likes just doing movies for shitty musician directors <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it, it, it is spaghetti western um they say <laughs> his his should we just get into it and just talk to it as we go like i don't know where to start with it i don't like, yeah, i don't think there really is a place to start with it you're in the desert with bad close-ups consistently and a lady who when her boobs are showing is sitting up straight and when they film the back she has to bend over <laughs> and her legs are spread they're on horseback she, yeah she's being she's being led across the desert there's two people on horses one is the titular death rider and this busty lady played by porn star tasha rain mm-hmm. on the other horse shirtless for some reason no I, no real reason <laughs> and yeah like you said every time she's bent over like it, it, it's a back shot of her she's mm. like hunched over the horse and her legs are spread and she has silver shorts on yeah for definitely not the most comfortable scene to film <laughs> yes um and this scene, but then again she's probably been in worse positions and this, <laughs> <laughs> and this scene goes on for about 20 minutes it feels like <laughs> um and uh uh they're just going by Spirit of Halloween props. <laughs> there's crosses. Uh, black with, lights there's, everywhere. So it's clear that Glenn, between this movie and Veronica, is very inspired by Mario Bava lighting. Mm-hmm. And Italian horror light, like Argento also, but definitely Mario Bava. Oh, yeah. Like Every neon lighting. Does, yeah. yeah. Um, but like in this movie, there's a lot of places where it is. Also, he's shooting day for night. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, but love. it looks terrible because it doesn't look like night at all. It just looks like the day mm-hmm. completely. Which uh, is why I'm like, why are these vampires out in the sun? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, yeah. So there's just lighting. There's neon lighting in the middle of the fucking desert. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is making any sense. And he has a theme song that plays. He made a theme song for death rider and you listen to the whole song, <laughs> which is normal for spaghetti Westerns where they have a main like song. Um, and you usually hear it like near the beginning, you hear the whole thing. That's pretty common with spaghetti Westerns. There is a problem though. We'll get to that momentarily. Oh yeah. There's uh, a big problem, but a very five minute long problem, uh, but, 
Um, yeah, he's he's leading this lady through the desert, going through different crosses, and of course, some of the crosses are inverted because he's just so he's just so edgy. Um, Death Rider, yeah. and there's there's spirit of Halloween skeletons hanging off of him, and he's riding, and then all of a sudden he runs into. Danny Trejo. Not all of a sudden. This is like four minutes later. You listen to the whole fucking song. And then he runs Bella, to Danny Trejo. Bella Latigo. Bella Latigo. All the characters in the movie have names that are like, one name is based off of like a vampire. And the other one is based off like an Old West like outlaw or movie character. So Bella Latigo, Count Holiday, um... Kid uh, Vlad. Kid Vlad. <laughs> Bad Bathory. <laughs> They're all terrible names. Um, but what, what's Danny Trejo doing out there? <laughs> oh, and also, <laughs> there's so many zooms. There's so many camera zooms. Um, that, sorry, our, our, our guest host, Lucha, is, is doing his little dance and his little whines. He wants attention. Picking the dog up. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, got him. Gotcha. Don't, don't ignore me. You want to talk on the mic? You want to talk? Because he watched it with us. He, he did watch it. Yes. So, um, uh, there's a sign that just randomly out there in the desert. It's like, no, seriously, turn back. Go back. <laughs> Go back. Last chance. Yeah, Go. last chance. Which he, he closed up on three times. He does so many bad zooms in this movie. Camera zooms. Um, and they're consistent. Two things are consistent. Camera zooms, lack of sound, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and uh, uh, scenes where it was clear he didn't edit the beginning or the end of it. So it's literally the actors just sitting there waiting to be told, like, action. Then they say the line, and then it just keeps on lingering on them. Well, after he probably said cut. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they didn't trim the scenes at all. Um, yeah, so he runs into Bela Latigo. Hey, gringo. <laughs> you don't want to go over here. Don't worry. I'll kill you fast. <laughs> and then he skitters up to him and he's on the ground tied up now. <laughs> Turns out, turns out that uh, Death Rider has super speed because he himself is also a vampire. Who knew? <laughs> um, and uh, Dan Trejo is like tied to the ground. Yep. The scene literally goes black whenever he gets up to him. Black screen turns back. He's tied up on the ground. And uh, um, he's just yelling at Death Rider for like two more minutes. Like, seriously, don't go. Let, let me up. No, uh, get me out of here. Yeah. Rider. Yeah, you don't see him die or anything, but you assume the sun got him. I don't know. Um, thanks for stopping by Danny Trio. That's the last time you've seen the whole movie. Yep, that's it. And then we go to our opening credits sequence. Now, that little nugget I gave you, I'm like, we'll get to the song. Opening credits starts. No music over the opening credits. Nope. Just fucking fire sounds and gunshots. Oh, yes. Is it fire or is it wind? It might be wind. It's just like... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a stock. It's a stock fucking like old west. Uh, yeah, sound, and like it just like around. just shows all the time. I mean, we've we're about fifteen minutes in now. Yes, and then it's just like 
eight minutes of just credits and you're like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> with what you assume is like font he found default on Windows Pane. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so after that eight minutes, so now we're about 20 some minutes into this movie and yep. nothing's really happened. Um, uh, he finally gets to his destination after four more minutes of writing after that. Yep. <laughs> and Sanctuary. Uh, Sanctuary, which is a vampire brothel saloon. But it's if up. everybody's vampires, it doesn't matter. But clearly everybody's not vampires because they do bring women there to be fed on. Yep. But these vampires can also drink whiskey. And eat food. And eat food. But they like drinking virgin blood also. Yeah. But some of the but, but all those women they bring on a caravan. Crosses don't clearly seem not moderate. virgins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, I don't know if they say virgins. I feel like there was a line there about like them like virgin blood or something. Those may have just been saloon a girls. preconception. Maybe. No, I don't think there was. I think it was just like, yeah, no, we hired these saloon girls. Yeah. I'm not gonna say Horse, but Fred Armisen <laughs> is killing one pretty yeah. immediately in the movie. Yeah, but uh, Count Ho- Count Holiday is the uh, proprietor. He's the big boss of this establishment. Death Rider's like, hey, um, I brought you this chick on a horse. She's yours. Can I stay? <laughs> and he's like, I could give a fuck less. <laughs> Show him to his room. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's hanging around. Uh, there are two, um, I guess one's the manager. She's like the head, uh, uh, I don't know, like the headmistress or like, Mina, uh, no, uh, Carmela Joe, Carmela Joe, Carmela Joe and Mina Bell is her right hand. Who's played by Ashley wisdom. who we were talking about earlier. Um, Carmela Joe is played by Kim director. Um, probably the best director in this movie. Because it's not Glenn. <laughs> um, she hits such as Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. And a lot of TV work. And a lot of TV. Uh, but yeah, she... And on, porn. <laughs> she, she was not, actually. But you do see her boobs. In this movie. You sure do. Uh, but she immediately takes a fancy to Death Rider. But so does Mina. And... Uh, uh, how would you describe uh, Mina? <laughs> I mean, like, it just a... Uh, I, I mean, there's no real interaction. There was just, like... No, I just mean you? her. I mean her, her character. Oh, her and, character. And her acting. <laughs> um, she... So, this girl, Ashley Wisdom, was in Veronica first. Yes. Um... Real quick, she's in the first segment of Veronica. Eyeball titties. And she has eyeballs on her breasts <laughs> that cry and the tear falls onto a spider that turns into a serial killer. Humanoid spider. Le Butcher. Uh, the neck breaker? Yeah. Neck strangler? I don't know. Whatever. Um, and yeah, then this is an actual movie. <laughs> yeah. This is not fake. There's a trailer for it in Death Rider. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, but she's, yes, she's, she's Mina in this film. Um, and has her acting abilities improved at all? No. <laughs> Have they gotten worse? No. They've stayed consistently 
mediocre. <laughs> Are you flirting with me, Ryder? <laughs> <laughs> no, Miss Carmilla, no. <laughs> Carmilla gives her a rule because she takes a fancy to Death Rider. She's like, hey, he's mine. Don't look at Death don't, Rider. Yeah, don't don't fuck him, don't like him, whatever. She did both. <laughs> she did both. <laughs> she did both. Um Love is a battlefield. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Love is a spaghetti western. Um, the thing about this movie, why I mentioned that sound is such a big thing and the lack of music. Hey, you would think, Glenn Danzig, he's a musician. He There should be a pretty good score if he's doing the music. I don't think I can make it clear enough. The lack of any sound, really. Right. Not just music. He completely fucks up by not really having music. There's some kind of like in the background, like a couple keys. Flippity schmickety doo. But there's no sound. Like, I'm going into the saloon. There's a girl on stage dancing. You know, there's guys at car uh, tables playing cards and drinking and, you know, joking around. There's probably somebody playing music on a piano. You hear glasses clinking. You know, uh, there's probably chatter in the background. There's It should be lively. Not a fucking sound. No, the it, whole sounds like fucking a, brothel. it sounds like a continental breakfast at La Quinta. Not, not even with somebody fucking in the background. Like, you don't even hear when the, when the saloon girl's getting fucked in an upstairs uh, uh, room. Like, mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. There's nothing going on. It is just dead. Um, it makes you remember how important, because there, there's an old quote about sound being 80% of a movie. It's true. Sound and music is 80%. Um, it does a lot more heavy lifting than people realize until it's not there. <laughs> Especially if it's not done on purpose. And it's like, you know, he's he, uh, there are songs that he's written in the past that would probably be okay for that movie. Yeah. Like, I'm the one, or yeah. you know, Long Way Back from Hell, throw it at the end, yeah. something. It's like, already a vanity project, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, but yeah, there's just nothing. Uh his time there, Death Rider. What, what what happens next? He starts meeting characters and yeah, he he runs into um, he he mainly is just like okay, I'm gonna fuck these two ladies. <laughs> I'm going to reveal that I'm actually a blade like vampire killer. Yeah, he, he unloads. Yeah, he opens he just up opens it. up his <laughs> scroll with vampire killing equipment and then rolls it back up. Doesn't use it for another thirty minutes. Yeah, doesn't minutes. use it until he stabs Carmilla. <laughs> For cheating on her with Mina. Yeah. Well, she attacks him. Yeah. And then he stabs her. And Mina is toast. Strap her to a thing where she gets... Hold on. No, here I go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a roll. The rest of the movie's coming. (laughs) So they're all very, like, suspicious of him, uh, including Doc Holliday. Fucking Count, Count Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> Count Holiday. Count I knew I was going to do it once. Count Holiday. Um, while while he's down the saloon, he meets uh, Eli Roth's character, um, Cottonmouth Joe. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> Drac Cassidy. Do you, think, do you think he was just sitting there after he wrote down these days? He's like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, of course <laughs> he so did. Absolutely. Count Holiday. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so fucking it's good. so fucking cool. 
probably did that with every shot. It was every so day. fucking good. Look at Eli's nose. <laughs> you can see right up there. You can see right up there. <laughs> fucking Drac... Uh, Drac... God, Jesus fucking Christ. Drac, Drac Cassidy. Cassidy. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, he meets him. Uh, he meets... Uh, uh, Another guy called Kid Vlad, who is a best friend, played by dancing named Bad Bathory. Not the worst actor in the movie. No, but the best part is like they just hang out, they just laugh a lot, like <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> just like the Bad Bathory I used to know. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's <what's> hell like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they find out that there's somebody that was cheating at cards. What the fuck was? Is he doing? He's doing something. Oh, yeah. Cheating at cards or something. And then they... They're like, we got to punish you. And so Eli Roth... You come along with me, uh, uh, Ryder. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what that's how he kept his identity secret. He just gave them half the name. He's a death rider. He's just a rider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he wears a shitty little like band, bandit mask, I guess, to hide his fangs. But everybody knows he's a vampire, so what the fuck does it matter? Um... But they go down into the cellar, um, and uh, uh, they kill this guy by um, melting down silver. And pouring it down his throat. And pouring down his throat, which the graphics, for a second, look like, you know, not terrible. It's bad, but it could be way worse. Until he blows up. (laughs) (laughs) Chunks go everywhere. No mess. Like... (laughs) And it looks like it was made with like a Windows 98 computer. <laughs> or when people turn the dust and it just does the same swirl every time. <laughs> um, and now people are becoming more and more suspicious. Uh, yeah. Carmilla Fox, uh, Death Rider. She's like, hey, I brought you this. this. Oh, that's a virgin. I think it was a virgin that she found. That, that, that She's like, we can bite her from the neck. She's fresh. And yeah. he's like, oh, I like mine from the bottle. I guess I don't fucking know. How vampires drink fucking blood and whiskey in this universe? I don't um, know. Like, I actually just eat regular food. And I then she it. immediately fucking manhandles him to the bed. <laughs> yeah. And starts... sticks blood onto his mouth and pulls her big old titties out. And that's. <laughs> well, then she starts biting his arm. Her big shit. stupid boobs out. <laughs> just eating his arm for some reason. Yeah. That's um, when he finally uses a, a railroad bike yes. made out of silver and stabs her in the heart. No, no, that, that doesn't happen. Yet. That doesn't happen. No, in that this one? whenever she just Th- this is because the very next scene is whenever he goes to Mina's room and she's like, "I want to fuck you too," and he's like, "Cool." <laughs> he does that. All right. And then immediately Camilla finds we'll saddle out. up. <laughs> <laughs> immediately Camilla finds out about it and she's like, "We're gonna put you on a uh uh what are those big X's X's called? You uh, know." The, the, the big X. <laughs> the big, like... Wooden X. The, you know, those those sex dungeon things. <laughs> you know, the ones that Glenn Danzig likes. You know, that kinky shit. That or the th- same thing they use in Tomb of the Blind Dead and when yeah. they're cutting up that lady's titties. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, uh, Remember that? I, I do. <laughs> you're just rock- walking by and slicing her right in the titties. Yeah. And then you're like, why are you doing this? And they're like, blood sacrifice. And it's like... <laughs> That's it, but you're just doing tiny cuts, like. <laughs> um, but they attach her to that, so that um, so that the sun comes up and burns her, 
and she's just screaming and it's a terrible burning effect on her also (laughs) (laughs) yeah because her arms don't burn in the back (laughs) they didn't put it over like their whole body it's just like certain parts are igniting um uh uh but yeah after that um camille camille is understandably pretty upset and what i think was if death rider was a better death rider if gillen danzig was a better writer then um this would probably make more sense. And there's more things. He's like in real life. I am death. Right. I feel like you may have been trying to do a, uh, fistful of dollars, Yojimbo kind of thing where he's like, I'm going to play them all against each other. Yeah. Like I'm going to fuck both of them and they'll kill each other and do my job for me. And then I'm going to poison the whiskey and somebody's going to die, but they're going to be super paranoid about like who did what, but now that happens. They immediately know it's him. Yeah. Because he's the one giving out the shots. Yeah. There's like, um, yeah, Cam- Camilla try is a you know attack him and he stabs her with a silver stake. And she's like, ah, oh, your blood tastes so good. And it's like, wait, vampires can eat other vampires? Apparently, like- they're cannibals. And he's just like, go time. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Lucha. It's like go time. Um, it goes on the bars like binary by shots, and they're like, all right, cool, and thanks, Mister. He's, <laughs> he's like, give me your best whiskey, and he has like a little like flask or little of silver, of dust. silver. There's like puts it into the bottle and starts pouring the shots. And uh, what what happens next? Well, one guy, comes well, Bad up. Bathory and 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 he's Kid like, Vlad are down there with him. Yeah, they're sitting down there. Because apparently he used bad... I don't remember that happening at all, where he used Bad Bathory's name to get into Sanctuary. Yeah. But Kid Vlad said he did. Yeah. And that's... Oh, that's why they were all like... That's why they were like, oh, really? And Danzig's like, I don't rightly know you, sir. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And um, so he makes the shots. He's like, all right, I'm cutting this conversation off. (laughs) Like... Free shots for everyone. There's more beer in the fridge if you need one. Okay. <laughs> but um, free shots. And they're like, wow, gee, thank mister. The one guy just walking like, woohoo. Yeah, he's just like, thank you. You ain't so bad. And then he drinks it. And then somebody else who is never shown going up to drink it as well bursts in the flames. And that's the thing because we both had the same idea, which if it was a more interesting film would have happened where he intended that to kill Bad Bathory and Kid Vlad, but like somebody came up and was like, Oh, thanks, mister, and drinks it and ruins his plan. He's like, Oh, shit. But no, apparently he just meant to do that. <laughs> well, I, I, there was that part where Kid Vlad goes, Well, this don't change nothing. And he goes to grab the shot, and then Bad Bathory like holds his hand. And he's like, No. <laughs> and that's like, I wrote I, this movie. I know. <laughs> I know what's about to happen, Kid Vlad. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I know, it's the part of the movie. Oh, yeah, but it gets bad. Like, you don't want that. Like, it's, it's like, it's not real. Like, it's, it's like, and then they're all going to stand there, and they're going to be like, Psh, I'm on then, we're fire. Have, then we have a super cool shootout. Yeah, and then we're going to sh- shoot. And it's like, well, where are you, you going to do some, like, Ducking and rolling. No, I'm gonna hide behind behind the door frame. I'm, I'm <laughs> immediately run away. I'm just gonna stand door frame. Kid Vlad, you're gonna be in the middle of the door frame. It's like, wait, the open part of the door? It's like, yeah. It's like, how is that cover? <laughs> like, it's just, 
<laughs> and you just be standing there shooting. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of awkward shooting scenes, and obviously he's got silver bullets because every time he shoots a vampire, they go. Hey. It's just like oh. <laughs> Eli Roth was the best in it though. <laughs> when he gets shot, Eli Roth. Like, <laughs> Eli Roth, a true professional. A true professional. He's having a great time. <laughs> you can tell he was having fun. He's having a fun time being his buddy's movie. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just like us shooting, you know, home movies on a Super 8 camera in the backyard, and it's about as good as us. <laughs> it's like, and Glenn's like, why? It's like, nothing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's just like when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable. <laughs> Pats him on the head. <laughs> Is that a Super 8 camera? <laughs> but um... he's like, no. Zooms in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, so they have the shootout. Bad Bathory's gone. He ends up getting Kid Vlad and shooting him. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and uh, he's like, now I'm going to go. F- I'm going with- to go fight Count Holiday. And I was about to count Doc Holiday. I can't use the I know you were. Count Holiday, um, which at this point, we still don't know fucking anything about why anything is happening, this? why he's doing it. Why he's after him. Why he's after him. Why he's there. If why it was, he's killing other vampires. If it was clearly a thing, like the establishment of like, oh, well, he's playing them all against each other because there's a treasure there. He's trying to get it. It is the, you know, Yojimbo or Good, Bad, the Ugly, where it's all for money or some shit like that. Okay. Fine. And that turns into revenge. Okay. But that's not established. Nothing's established. It's just, is he a vampire hunter that is a vampire? Why would he be doing that? Does that kind of make him a serial killer? I don't know. <laughs> um, we don't know anything. But he goes down there to to face Count Holiday. <laughs> and uh, what happens? <laughs> God, that scene was so fucking rough. So he's like... Ah, they've uh, like he runs down there and he's like, oh, I'm going to kill it. And then his two goons come out and grab both of his guns. And, and he's like, damn it. He's like, oh, shit. There's <laughs> <laughs> my plan. <laughs> I was just going to smoke him. <laughs> he's like, hey, we knew you were coming, Death Rider. And it's like, what? Like, how did you know? It's like, we've planned on it. It's like, why? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) we're going to move past this conversation and continue on. And then he's like, well, I'm still going to kill you. And then he's like, how? And then he looks back and he's like, oh, right, my guns. (laughs) They got my guns. (laughs) And uh, <laughs> and then he's like, "Could it be that rips open the curtain? Literally, <laughs> little <laughs> literal <laughs> opens a curtain. Says, could it be that somebody you know is part of my collection? Beautiful as the day they died, and this one, your sister. They're just women in coffins. Yeah, standing, just, women in just coffins. standing. And <laughs> He, like, touches her head. He's like, look, Death Rider, your sister. She's a vampire, too. You can you can get along. And then she just slowly walks at him like a zombie. Rider. 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 
right. That literally her only lines in the fucking movie. And she looks kind of happy. And like, she looks, yeah, she's like, hee hee hee, I'm in a movie. And I would probably be the same way. Right. <laughs> um, so she gets up to him and starts trying to hug him, going, Ryder, Ryder. And he's like, oh, no, no, not like this, my sister. No. <laughs> and then he stabs her with a railroad bike and kills her. <laughs> and he's like, how could you do this? And he's like, you did that. Like, you just killed her. We're all vampires. Like, this, this is like, like I didn't change her. We're all did vampires. Did you ever see that episode of SpongeBob where they shrank everybody with the shrink ray? But then they were like, "Well, what if we just shrink everything around us?" And it's like, "Great, we're all small." And this is the same concept, except they still don't get it. Like, but my whole thing is just like I can't believe you changed. I was like, I thought everybody except for they meant, prostitutes are vampires. They meant world. to set it to Wumbo, but set it to vampire. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess now, all of a sudden, we know why Death Rider is doing anything. Yeah. But at the same time, he just kills her. Yeah, it's immediately. Like, like, he didn't even shed a tear. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, we? <laughs> Glenn doesn't try to milk it. He doesn't, like, have her stab her, and she's dying in his arms. He's like, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No emotional beat. Just dumps me. He's like, whoa. That, that, that looked painful. That sucked. <laughs> Why you doing? Shut up. <laughs> It's a death rider, bitch. <laughs> it's also funny that his sister calls him by his fake nickname given to him in the Old West. Not like Tommy or something. It's like, no, Ryder. Yeah, no, they're just Ryder. It's Ryder. Not, his real name's Kryler. <laughs> and so I guess that, I guess after that is whenever we get our final duel. <laughs> uh, so he he takes the the other railroad pikes and he kills the dudes. Yeah, they're immediately just like what? And then he takes it it's and so then quick. he starts shooting Julian Sands. But Julian or Count Holiday is more powerful than he expected because he's just taking the bullets. He's like, all right, I'm getting pissed now and I'm gonna come for you. And here I come. And he just like sticks out his hands. He's like, I'll make this quick. I'm going to kill you. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to keep shooting. And he shoots him again. And he's like, all right, now I'm really going to let you have it. It's literally, they're just standing up. Like, yeah, he's just holding his hands out like <laughs> like a cover of an original Mortal Kombat game. And the camera, the camera's literally like, Death Rider's right here. And it goes right back to Julian Sands. And wash, rinse, repeat. Like, they're just still staying in the same spots. Yeah, and then he's out of bullets. And then he's like, ah, oh, no. And then it goes back to Count Holiday. And he's like, all right, now I'll attack you unperturbed <laughs> with no issue because you are out of bullets. And now that you are out of bullets, I will come start heading that way to defeat you. And the way I'm thinking about doing it would be 
Let's say I'll claw you to pieces. No, kind of lame. And then in the middle of him talk, like thinking about how he's going to kill Death Rider, he literally just grabs a torch off the wall and throws it at him. And he goes, what? <laughs> Immediately caught on fire. Literally says, Jewel is over. <laughs> that is the end. He literally is like, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Legitimately makes a sound that's like that. It's like, oh, I had so many chances. <laughs> I had such a, a free ride right and we, over. And we were all like, because we watched it, you know, four of us watched it together. And uh, we were all just like, what? That's it? <laughs> it's the fight? Yeah, it was just like he kept, like, and you thought after he survived being shot a few times, you're like, okay, they're going to do something with this. No. There's going to be some really silly, like, speed running and shit like that that's edited terribly. And nope, he just he just keeps threatening to attack him and does not and then gets caught on fire and is very surprised. <laughs> like, um, Yes. Also, strange to me, he can take silver bullets that make you explode like the other vampires, but he can't handle a torch. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, My only weakness, fire on a stick. (laughs) He knew my powers were connected to my clothes. (laughs) He burnt them off. I am now weakened. I am now naked and weak. Um... So now Death Rider's riding in circles with the girl from Death the beginning like, of the Come movie. on, bitch, let's go. Come on. <laughs> but little do we know, it's actually his girlfriend. Yeah, who's <laughs> also a vampire. So I guess nobody noticed that she's a She just wasn't vampire. there the rest of the movie. <laughs> They're like, ah, she's a sacrifice. It's like, cool, so we've been here for three days. What do you want to do with her? I mean, just let her stay in the guest room, I guess. So, <laughs> it's just like, well, she's a sacrifice. Well, I mean, it's not like we're in a rush for sacrifices. <laughs> Throw her in the guest room, bring some breakfast, you know. <laughs> but in the distance, up on a mount, is Camilla. Yeah. Who earlier, when she was stabbed with the silver stake, somebody off screen removed it from her chest, saving her. And she said, Thanks, lover. Well, we didn't see who it was. Who could it be? It's Danzig. <laughs> it's Bad Bathory. Um, and they're over the mount going, Curse you, Death Rider. We'll get you next time. And Death Rider. I know. They were like talking about how they like respected him. Oh, yeah. And he, he even tips his hat. He does a little tip hat. <laughs> See you in some other time, Death Rider. <laughs> Tilt. <laughs> See you in Death Rider 2. And then he's Rider just still rides riding. Again. And he's just still riding around in circles <laughs> on the horse, like in the same square. And she's like, hurry up. I got a gangbang to get to. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was such a, also the, the cartoon bats after they tip his hat tips hat there are he uses them repeatedly cartoon bats including in the night for day shots they are literally just day literally the only <laughs> way those blanked out transitions where it just goes black would only be worse if it was transitioned by bats flying across yes i uh I, I I don't want to see a sequel to <laughs> Death Rider. I do. I want to see him. Okay, well, here's the thing why I want to see. Because I know whenever he first was making Death Rider, and he hadn't had the premiere yet, and people were interviewing him about it, um, like Metal Injection or whoever the fuck. Like the three places that would actually try to interview Glenn Danzig. Um, 
He was like, the sites with notoriously bad taste in metal. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, what movie, what, what movies do you want to do other than that? He's like, I want to do Veronica 2. And they're like, fuck that. And then he's like, um, I would like to do, and I hope he does do this. I hope he's not so self-conscious at this point. But if you ask me, the last thing Glenn Danzig is at all is self-conscious. <laughs> um, is uh, he wants to do a one percenter biker film, but they're werewolves. A werewolf one percenter biker movie, which would be fucking sick. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we're so bad. Uh, and he also wants to do like a martial arts film, like a Shaw Brothers like martial arts film. And I think he was talking about like putting it Mandarin, if I remember right. But like he can barely speak English, so I don't know. I don't know if he'd be in that one, but uh, I would be interested. I feel like he could pull off. What a, you do a is just food movie if if he's self aware enough, which he's not, and he's what a mind like having a joke in it, like badly dub it, like almost like you know kung pao kung pao or some shit like that but not the whole movie's a joke i mean it is because it's a danzig movie but <laughs> but um but have it like dubbed like have it like you know a little comic relief yeah um just fucking glenn like just fucking relax and just be just be the ed wood that we all know you are it's okay these veronica and death rider are terrible but i still like them <laughs> i do too they're awful they're bad movies but i like them because honestly i don't know who else could have directed a movie something like that <laughs> like this like you can clearly tell his influences you can clearly tell what he's trying to attempt you can see him written all over it you can see him failing in real time yes <laughs> you can totally tell it's a glenn danzig movie you can tell it's made by danzig mm-hmm but the incompetence levels are almost more charming. Yeah, because you're like, oh, that is so sweet. Like, he's so he's trying so hard. Right Let now. me reiterate: these movies are really bad. <laughs> but we had some good laughs about it. I'm sure when I go rewatch Death Rider, it'll be just like Veronica, where when me and Lauren first started dating, it's one of the first movies we watched together. I think it was Fourth of July. I'll never forget. Yep. Um, we watched Jaws together at her place, which is now our place. Uh, and then it's like, what do you want to watch now? And I'm like, have you seen Veronica? <laughs> You're going to see this. It is hilarious. You're going to love it. And I put on Veronica and watching a second time. It is way worse than the first time. I'm like, man, this movie's like way slower than I remember it being. Well, we were also like going through a gallon of margaritas because it was during the pandemic. The pandemic yeah. So we just ordered... DoorDash margaritas and sat in there with Chris watching that. And let me tell you, she didn't break up with me that night. It was that honky holocaust. <laughs> if she didn't break up with me after showing her Veronica, I knew she was the one. <laughs> Does Chris still have my copy of Hon- Honky Holocaust? Chris, right on the show. Chris, right in. Do you have Honky Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> that movie is way worse than Death Rider. Oh, yeah. Honky I could Hon- get through Death Rider. Honky Holocaust, we literally turned off. Yeah, we couldn't handle it. it was, uh, and don't get me wrong. like I thought it was going to be hilarious. I'm like, yeah, kill it. It, it thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like kill a bunch of white people. That's cool. I, I hate uh, white people too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's like just so bad. And they have cardboard belt buckles and shit. Like that's how low budget it is. It's what? He's just like going to be very stressed out. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm here. Yes, we know. Oh, you you want your you want your say about Death Rider? I left. 
Okay, good. Um, I love Glenn Danzig. Yeah, let Glenn let Glennifer do what he wants. Yeah, let Glennifer make another movie. Glenn, keep on going. Keep on making movies. Did we stop paying attention to you for ten seconds? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, anything else to add about Death Rider? I mean, not things we have time for. Is it bittersweet now that you watched it? It is because it, it feels like it's already like that that joy of waiting, waiting for Christmas Day. Then yeah. Christmas, you you open up all the gifts and you're looking at that one, and then it's done. It's all it's over. It's over, and it literally was a Christmas gift. So. And I literally enjoyed it more than Christmas because <laughs> <laughs> you were sick at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, it was <sighs> so bad, but hilarious. It was so bad in all the right. Ways. I wanted to edit the movie so bad. And like, first of all, move the song to the opening credits, trim up every scene, literally every scene to make it not as long and have it get to, cause, cause the parts are hilarious are fucking so funny. Yeah. Not purposefully, but they're just so funny. Like that if the watched, movie just trimmed up a little bit, it was like an hour long. <laughs> we watched a rock opera by the mighty Boosh guys and Matt Berry and like the same called a, a D B C. Which was pretty funny in the way that it was filmed in this weird, like, oh, it's supposed to be bad 70s. And then we watched Death Rider, and it's like, wow, they filmed it just like this comedy movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unintentionally or intentionally. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it, it is bittersweet, but. Death Rider. Death Rider rides again. We'll see you in part two. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I got to say. All right. Rider. Check it out. Besides, we're already like half an hour over cool. our normal time. We had to. It was though. a special it's episode. Rider. This is special. All right. That brings us to our next segment then. Another entry into Blaze's cabinet of video game curiosities. All right. What video game we got today? Today we're talking about a quite popular one. Oh yeah, I've been playing with friends a lot. Yeah. Called Lethal Company, and it is pretty fucking hilarious. Like okay. it's it's like a horror game, but it's so fucking wild, and how everyone works in this game. It's just it it just, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I may have sent you some videos of it, like really hilarious thing. Like, yeah. They're like, check it out. I got this new ladder. And then the ladder like falls on somebody and kills them. And they're like, no. <laughs> but, so it's a, it's a scrap collecting game. You could play like they have mods to get like up to 16 players in one game. But your whole job is that you work for this company and you have to uh, make a price quota on how much scrap you collect within three days. And every time you complete one of those three days, you know, you get a higher one you have to keep going to, but they start paying you more for it. So you go on to these different planets with your friends to collect scrap from these warehouses on abandoned planets and shit. But all the warehouses have um, monsters, aliens, ghosts, whatever you can think of that are in As there. As one does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you'll have things that are like, uh, it's one's like the creeper he's like a giant black shadow person that has like white eyes and he like crawls around on the ceiling but if you look at him you have to look at him and then look away 
within five seconds or he'll kill you. <laughs> so, okay. But you have to look at him. <laughs> so right. it's like just weird little shit like that. And they have these giant alien insects that steal the shit that you're trying to get and they put it in front of gi- other giant monsters. <laughs> so you have to go in front of them and get it before they kill you. Uh, you can hit them with a shovel, but it doesn't work very well. Um, so it just... it. And I believe each map is, like, randomly generated. Like, it's just, like, every time you go to that level, it's going to be, like, set up differently. Like, it's, like, the outside is going to have, like, a few enemies. And then it depends on if it's raining, you might jump out. If it's a muddy planet, you'll immediately start sinking in the mud and drowning and dying. (laughs) And every time you die, you also lose all your equipment, so you have to buy it back. (laughs) So... But we have had some pretty hilarious times on that game. And if you go on Instagram or anything like that, like you will find a, a plethora of hilarious videos by people <laughs> playing this game. It is so much fucking fun. It's $9, I think. And uh, there was rumor that they were planning on doing a console version. So we'll see, because if they do, I will get it on console too. <laughs> nice. But it's great. I'm enjoying it. And then uh, there's a new Xbox Game Pass game I'm probably going to do next week. Oh, you mean next week you aren't going to be talking about Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League? No. no. And by next week, I mean the week after next. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. You need time to, to soak it all in. It's true. It's true. <laughs> all right. Well, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Um, next week, or week after, next episode, so week after next uh, we'll be doing a uh, movie that you found at TerraVision here. Yeah, never even heard of it. Um, did you have the mall one or the one? The mall one. Okay. That one's never open for me. It, they they sometimes open and sometimes they... Even on days like they should be open, they sometimes open or not. So are they keeping that space now? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with it. Uh, last time I talked to Ben... Uh, I like that space better. If you hit them up, you're like, hey... Um, can you open the store so you can like look around or whatever? He will. But other times he's just like kind of makes his own schedule. So, so I would never be aware. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know what's happening with it, but anyways, uh, you bought a VHS tape from TerraVision. It's called Wood Chipper Massacre. Yep. Never heard of it. Is it an old movie? I, I don't know. It looks almost like nineties. Okay. All right. I don't know though. We know nothing I, about it. I know it. nothing about it. And you guys love when we just choose an obscure movie that nobody's ever heard of. We're like, we're going to talk about it because everybody just cares so much. Hey, Nightmare <laughs> at Noon, though. Nightmare at Noon, yeah. But then I found out after that that Nightmare at Noon is because fucking right after we reviewed it, um, Shelf Factory or Screen Factory put on Blu-ray release of it or already had a Blu-ray release of it out. You're welcome, Wingshouse. Um, <laughs> that was us. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was us. That was us. Um, I do like that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about Wood Chipper Massacre next episode. Um, in the meantime, you can hit us up at Bladed Apples Pod at gmail.com or Bladed Apples Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Questions, comments, concerns. Did you watch Death Rider? What's your favorite Danzig song? Do you think Danzig loves sub sandwiches? Probably. Who does? But tell us what you think. Um, Do you think Ashley Wisdom is in a polyamorous relationship with Danzig? Because there's no official breakup showing. (laughs) 
I need the answers. I just don't think they date. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing, because you had that Q&A on Instagram, was whenever it's like... He's my soulmate. Well, that, but it's like, who's Danzig's favorite wrestler? She's like, I don't know. Whenever he's watching, I just kind of leave him alone because... He's so absorbed in it. <laughs> so just think about Glenn Danzig watching like I didn't wrestling. know he liked wrestling, <laughs> which neither. is great. I feel like me and him would, Danzig, let's hang out. Maybe Danzig's your dad. Jeannie, uh, come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <laughs> please say Danzig's my dad. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Can I be in your next movie, Dad? <laughs> I want to be a werewolf back <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, well, uh, uh, so hit us up on there if you got a request or just a thought on the show or whatever, or you want, have something you want to promote and come on the show and do it, hit us up. We'd love to talk more with we, guests. Oh God, we are so terrible at that, though. Yeah, we got to start actually planning, especially now that we're on a two-week schedule. We have more time to plan it and be like, hey, we do it this day. Come on, whatever. Um, well, that and we got to... What was I saying? Um, we, uh, what's her name? Jennifer Nagel. No, the one that we like talked to, and she. Yeah, that's her. That's a real. Name. Oh yeah, and yeah. she was like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and we were like, no, <laughs> like, we just we didn't say that. We she didn't was immediately say like, no. yeah, absolutely. yeah. She was immediately super friendly and yeah. was like, yeah, I'll come on your show, and I was like, wow, that's amazing, and then I never hit her up again. <laughs> just well, we never. will. We are. We probably. Well, the only reason we didn't do it sooner is because we want to watch more of the movies that she's in. Because she plays that character in multiple movies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so we want to have a good interview with her. And that's the only reason. We, we will have you on the show if you're listening. You aren't. But if you were, we will have you on the show. Um, she's like, great. I get three listens. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, be. look, my friends, uh, 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 Jess and... Uh, wow, that's really funny. I was about to say Jess and Chris. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's also the name of a couple that's yeah. friends of ours. <laughs> Jesse and Chris and Andy and yeah we, we Jesse and Chris and Andy yeah but, you guys uh, will love her <laughs> yeah. but uh, in the meantime also follow Stefan Mize he did the art for the show awesome tattoo artist I have a back piece he's gonna be doing soon it's gonna be real spooky be spooky Glenn mm-hmm. Danzig will be very happy about it but follow him he's awesome guy on Instagram you can follow him at Stefan Mize or call him Panther Tattoo Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks to Blaze mm-hmm. <laughs> for being awesome co-host and my best friend. Mm-hmm. I love him very deeply. I love you deeply too. <laughs> Not as deep as the characters in Tara Rain's newest film, but <laughs> not, not, not as deep as the the character development and Death Rider. No, Did you there's know just he had no a way. Sister? How deep of a character arc is that? That's super. <laughs> And he killed her. <laughs> no problem. And as we ride her away, <laughs> remember that every day is Halloween. So please act accordingly. We'll see you next time. Toodaloo. Bye.